Hi, I'm your host, Susan Nay. Welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out. It's a series designed to help you demystify HR and the human resource processes. We're going to talk about people management and get the goods on and see how all this stuff works. You're going to hear from everyday heroes and get their perspectives as we touch on a wide variety of topics, topics that impact us in our work and in our work environments. You'll find nuggets for your treasure chest of learning. Hopefully you'll discover insights for your personal and your professional growth. I'm glad you're here. I suspect it's because you want to be the very best version of yourself, your personal best, and that you get understanding these systems and processes will help you on your journey, on your path. You ready to dare to soar? Want to join me at flight school? Let's do this. Thanks for joining me today. Hi. Welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out, Demystifying HR and People Management. I'm your host, Susan Ney. It's holiday season. I figured it was time to do a podcast on finding balance. Uh, Very appropriate for this point in, in December. Holiday season with all of its busyness. And we are already stressed out with the uncertainty of the impact of a new COVID variant. Our work environments are still trying to figure out what a hybrid is supposed to look like. And there's the added intensity and the impact of what we're calling the atmospheric rivers on many of us, especially if you live in the west or the east coast of Canada. And then you add a holiday season. Then the good girl in me anyways feels obliged to bake shop for, and of course, entertain. So podcasts on some gentle reminders or perhaps prods on remembering about that finding life balance just seemed appropriate. As an example, I just walked my girlfriend out to her car. We celebrated her birthday dinner, and yes, it was one of those big ones. We cooked a wonderful dinner and we watched a movie. In the few moments of being outside, I remembered to take a big deep breath, to smell the fragrance of the evergreen trees lining our street, and to actually appreciate it and actually stopped raining for a moment. These made a huge difference to my energy level. They were simple things that didn't cost anything. Now, back to my girlfriend, we decided to cook for her. With the cost of eating out these days, especially for a special celebration, and the fact that one of us would have had to have been the designated driver, it just made sense to eat in. So as such, she was greeted by the wonderful smell of a roast cooking. She was able to have her dog along for the evening, and we encouraged her to bring along an overnight bag just in case. I know that we enjoyed a higher caliber of wine and perhaps a little more of it. We snuggled into the den for a zany movie. And yes, we ended up just rolling into our beds because none of us had to drive anywhere. Instead of fighting the crowds to buy helium balloons, I just blew up several that I had around the place and used a big fat black felt pen to inscribe her age. I know, I'm so mean. And of course, those happy birthday messages. 
This isn't how I would have done any of this before the pandemic. And the overwhelm I would have created for myself as a result. It was just as lovely, if not more so. We were actually able to talk because it's quiet here. We weren't competing to converse over the din of many other patrons. We didn't get dressed up. We didn't have to leave an hour early just to deal with the traffic snarls. It was so much more relaxed and fun. And the dinner was delicious, just saying. And then there's the stress of holiday buying. With the supply chain challenges comes media-inspired pressure of shop now. The shelves might be empty. Now, given that we're already seeing that reality in our local food stores, it really could be easy to allow oneself to join in that panic. But perhaps it's indeed time to slow things down. I'm personal, personally really tired of buying things that I know my friends and family don't need and don't necessarily want. I so much prefer picking things up as I see them during the year, those, oh my God, that would be perfect for, add the name. I just really have a hard time not giving it to them, them, not waiting. But then who says that isn't okay too? Personally, I've gotten to a point in my life when I truly don't need anything except for the love and the time with friends and family. Is it time to have that conversation? Is it time to stop with all the buying frenzy to be the first one to not go all out so that others see that I really mean it and that they then receive the permission to do the same with me anyway? How do we begin to change this materialism that is contributing to the destruction of our planet? I met another girlfriend at a local beach the other afternoon. She picked up coffees for us and I brought along a special something to add to them. <laughs> we sat on a log in silence and listened to the waves gently caressing the beach. The air was chilly but tolerable. It was perfect. As was our walk to the dog park and back just a little bit later. It would have been so easy in my busyness to have said no to the visit and the connection. I hadn't seen her for a while. It has gotten easier with Zoom to stay in touch via these electronic portals. It just isn't the same. I hadn't realized until driving home how much I had missed our us time together. This had been a visit that hadn't just been squeezed between everything else in our lives. It was rejuvenating and soulful. <laughs> I sit here working on the podcast and I'm reflecting on all that I should be doing. And then I remember that when I want to do things, how much more joy I bring to the task. <laughs> I actually enjoy folding laundry, but as a break from sitting at the computer, I'm learning to let it wait until then. Unloading the dishwasher is a pleasure. <laughs> While waiting for that first cup of coffee in the morning to be ready, it makes both the waiting and the task itself easier. Decorating for the holiday season is definitely starting to become a louder voice in my head. I look at the beautiful lights on houses. They're so gorgeous. 
My usual radio station has been taken over by the holiday crooners. The countdowns are on. My heart starts to beat a little quicker. I'm running out of time. How will I get everything done? You know the voices. And baking. I ask myself, do I want to bake? And what will I do with that baking? <laughs> Most of my baking ends up on my hips, not anyone else's. And as they bake gluten-free, it's not typically my company's first choice, if I provide them one. <laughs> and then there's the wrapping. I just received an Indigo gift card for speaking to a class at our local university. It was very unexpected and I was thrilled. Hmm, perhaps gift cards aren't truly so bad. I frustrate the heck out of my husband because I really don't know what I want until I see it. And then, oh my, having a gift card <laughs> in my wallet, particularly if it's for the, that same store, is such a treat. Perhaps I should stop beating myself up for giving gift cards. I really don't know my stepkids and grandkids' sizes or interests. And if memory serves me from gifts from my grandparents, I would have preferred to pick my own. <laughs> a vision of corduroy pants and underwear that was several sizes too large pops up from my memory banks. And perfume that just wasn't my scent. Not that I didn't appreciate that they had tried. Expectations of ourselves and those that we've planted with others. We can change them. We can cook dinner instead of eating out, or the reverse if you have always cooked and would prefer not to. I'm learning to do that too. It is a great deal about choice. It's also about boundaries. I'm taken to my first years working in HR at the British Columbia Institute of Technology. What felt is at the time as moments before the school break, the faculty would typically drop most of the recruitment requisitions into HR and then leave on vacation. Many of those faculty could not be contacted until the start of the next school term. And we poor sods in HR, while everyone else was making merry, were working our butts off to post and recruit for the assistance they just deemed necessary for being there at the start of the year, the start of the school term, only weeks away. I remember being really angry and very frustrated, and yet, we had not set boundaries at that time. We had not communicated that unless X was in by Y, Z wasn't going to happen. <laughs> we eventually learned to do this. And in time, everyone adapted, and I too was able to make merry and enjoy the holiday season. What are we teaching others about our time and what is appropriate for us? Years ago, I remember hearing that a doll my daughter wished for was going to be very difficult to find. You've been there. So yes, the frenzy began. And do you think so many years later that this was a pivotal point in her past? That mom and dad actually got her what she had asked for? Or had any sense of the lengths that we had gone to to find it? Was it worth it? Is the pressure that we put ourselves in worth it? And what if I had not been able to find it? Could that have been a teaching moment? Did I always receive what I had asked for as a child? <laughs> I can tell you a resounding no. I don't think I'm too damaged. Okay, I know there are some who would disagree with that, but <laughs> I, 
I survived. And so would she have. I've learned that it's important for me to have quiet time. I love my coffee in the morning and the time to allow my eyes to wake up before I pop my contact lenses in. I'm just chilling before stepping into the shower. This is really important to me. So I've learned to set my alarm to ensure that I give myself the time for this. What is important to you that needs time allocated? I know I should, yes, there's that word should again, get more exercise. I also find myself not getting to the pool or out for a walk when I actually have the time. So it's not truly that I can't find the time, I just allow everything else to get in the way. Why? What is this about for me? I know that when I get walking or into the pool, every time I savor being there, Perhaps finding a friend to commit to will help. I know I won't let them down. And I know that once there, I will enjoy it. What might work for you? I know how much better I feel when I do these things. And until I can learn to follow through on my commitments to myself, I need to find a workaround. We are so very good at doing this in our work worlds, applying the same thinking to the rest of our lives is also good. I've shared in previous podcasts how I've seen the impact of stepping away from something, taking a break, and how answers I'd searched for before the break often appeared to me because I had stepped away. My brain needed time to do something different, or perhaps just process away while distracted with something else. What else are we fretting about with the upcoming holiday season? I quit sending holiday cards several years ago. A Zoom call to schedule a podcast with consultant Mark Miller of New York. And those messenger calls with daughter Kate, well, they are lovely. So you know what I'll be doing instead of writing cards this season. So much better to be and to catch up with this new version of in-person holiday cards across the miles. Close your eyes. Just imagine. What would you do for yourself if you were given time? Time that could only be spent on you. Would you pour yourself a hot bubble bath and luxuriate in bubbles and lovely scents? Would you tie up those hiking boots and head for the mountains? Or your running shoes for a long jog? Or would you light the fire and just gaze into the flames? Or perhaps you love the hype of shopping and would take yourself to the stores and perhaps out to a lunch at a new spot in town. Melissa Dealey in our podcast together asked, do you have yes and no backwards? Are you saying yes to everyone else and no to yourself? Are you giving so much of yourself that you have nothing left of you for the people you love most? including yourself. When we're on max speed all the time, we're damaging our health. She reminds us, don't wait for your wake up call because it will tap you on the shoulder when you least expect it. I know, I'm seeing too many of my friends and family plagued with health challenges. They're slowing down because they no longer have an option not to. Please don't let this be you. 
we learn to say yes to help. That helps. My mom and brother have offered to take care of the potatoes and vegetables for our Christmas dinner together. Our kitchen is small, so this is a huge help. I said yes last year and wondered why it had taken me so long. We don't need to be martyrs. People really like to be able to help to contribute. It's their gift to you. And you can actually visit with your company because you have the time. You aren't confined to the kitchen the whole time, the whole day. We can be creative. My husband's family is coming over for dinner on December 23rd. As we both work, we're ordering in. My family's coming for dinner on December 25th. Mom's 85 and finds large gatherings a little much. So it works. And especially with the continued pandemic concerns and her health. Our creativity actually enables John's family to travel to Vancouver Island and be with their mom on December 25th. Be creative. It actually works for all of us. And it's okay for our Christmases to be different. For the first Christmas ever, I will not be able to be with my daughter. She's teaching in the United Kingdom. I'm really gonna miss her. It won't be the same for any of us, and yet this is okay. We've packaged a few things and mailed them for under their tree. It'll be good that she and her partner, partner Derek, make their own memories this Christmas. And I'm also learning to become more comfortable that my house doesn't have to be perfect. I wouldn't expect that of any of my friends, family, or colleagues. So why in the world must I hold this impossible standard for myself? I know that as I get more comfortable in lessening the power of these traditions and past expectations on myself, I will help others do similarly. Balance and finding balance. Play with it as an acronym. Create affirmations as reminders. Okay, my example. How about a B for bubbles? You know how I love bubbles, both the champagne and the soap kind. An A for active, reminding me to take the stairs, park a little further from my destination, walk and breathe fresh air. L for love of myself, and ensuring that I leave some of the best of me for those I love at the end of each day. A for achieve. We do it in so many other ways of our lives. Time to achieve this for us. N is for now. It's time. You chose to listen to this podcast, so the subject must be important to you. How about a C for choice? It is a choice. Even though if we are not clear on our own boundaries, oh, Another B word if bubbles didn't work for you. Others won't have any idea what is taking their own needs too far with us. And finally, E, perhaps for energy, because you and I will have so much more energy so we can be excellent and excited and effervescent. Okay, I told you I love bubbles. Balance, finding it, savoring it, and modeling it. I hope I made you smile and left you with something to think about. What's your acronym? What's it going to be for balance? 
How about spending a few moments reflecting on that question? And in the spirit of the holiday season, gift yourself with that oxygen mask. I believe you can. Watch yourself soar as a result. I dare you. Happy holidays. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for the time you take in your very precious schedules to listen to HR Inside Out. I wish you each peace, good health, and the very best always. It's Susan signing out. The very best of the season to each of you. Ho, ho, ho. And to all, a good year. Thanks for joining me here today. Bye for now. Well, we've reached our destination for today. Time to lower those wheels and prepare for landing. Thank you for joining me. If I said something that resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast and to share it with others. It would be awesome if you also took the time to provide a review or whatever your favorite social media sites are. If you have a question or an area that you hope I'll cover in a future session, please send me a note either to my website, www.effectingchangefromwithin.com or to my email, susangene at gmail.com. I look forward to our next time together. In the meantime, soar high. I believe you can. Susan signing off. Thanks again for joining me.